From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone we present Let the Bible Speak It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister the Reverend Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Hello and good afternoon. In a few moments we'll be turning to Luke chapter 8, continuing our look at the parable of the sower. We'll be thinking about the seeds sown amongst the stones. But before we come to that, here's the Christie Trail singing a great old hymn, Here is Love. Today we're returning to Luke chapter 8. We're looking at the parable of the sower. 
And I'm going to read just a couple of verses. These relate to the seed that is sown amongst the the stones or the seed that was sown upon the rock, as Luke describes it. Luke chapter 8, verse 6. And some, that is, of the seed fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And the Lord gives the interpretation in the verse 13. They and the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. We know that God will bless his word to our hearts. We are looking at this parable, one of the most famous of all our Saviour's parables. The sower is going out to sow the seed, and as the Lord is relating the story, and as he's teaching the lessons, there's a sower there, perhaps in some field not too far away, and the hearer can see the sower working, but the Lord is describing a different kind of a sowing. The sower he is describing is the preacher. The seed is the word of God. The word of God is such a precious thing, filled with life. Just as the seed has the potential for the life of the world, because out of the seed the world is fed. So within the word of God there is life for all men and women throughout this world. There is life for you. But the seed is sown on different kinds of ground. Across that field that the sower is working on there is what is known as the wayside. It is the footpath. It is the right of way through the field. It's now been trodden down by the feet of many walkers and some of this seed it falls on that wayside and is not going to bring forth fruit there. It will have little or no chance of cultivation there indeed before it can even germinate. The birds swoop down onto the exposed soil and they pluck the seed away. And that is just like the people who hear the word. But they are hard, they are indifferent, they are careless, they want nothing to do with the Christ who is presented in the word of God. And perhaps the wayside represents your heart today. But appeal to you not to entertain that evil heart of unbelief, that hard heart of indifference, that deceived heart of apathy, that spirit of procrastination, of putting the decision off. I appeal to you to come to Jesus Christ. But today we're thinking about the seed that was sown amongst the stones. And the stony ground was really a piece of shallow soil. And beneath the shallow soil there was a rock. And so the seed could take some root. But because the roots could not go down deep into the earth to find moisture... Whenever the heat of the sun came in the midst of the summer, the little shoots that were developing from the seed just withered away. There was no chance of progress. The Lord talked about this kind of soil in the verse 13. He said, these are the people that hear. So they too hear the word. And they actually receive the word with joy so they are not like the wayside which shows such a hard spirit of indifference and opposition. But they seem to accept the word. They seem to embrace the word. But they have no root. Their faith is not real faith. It's not substantial faith. It is what we call shallow faith. And shallow faith is no faith. Faith to be faith must have deep roots. And so they have no root. And so they seem to believe for a little while. Whenever the time of temptation comes, whenever the hot sun of difficulty arises, 
they wither away, and it is shown that they have no faith at all. This is a person that seems to enjoy the preaching of the gospel. There's a person that even shows signs of love for Christ. There's a person whose life appears to have been transformed by the word of God. But a problem comes into that person's life. Sickness perhaps. Suddenly their faith withers away because they have no root. Perhaps their friends laugh at them and mock them, make it difficult for them. And that becomes too hard to handle and so that person abandons the Christian lifestyle, goes back into the worldly pursuits that their friends want them to engage in. Perhaps there is a temptation, some form of worldly pleasure that that person hankers after. And when the temptation comes too close, that person succumbs. And so they prove that they were never a Christian to begin with. There are various reasons that can manifest and show forth the fact that Faith is not real faith, it's counterfeit faith, it's shallow faith, it is not a faith that has roots. You see, for faith to be real and genuine, it must be a deep faith. It cannot just be a religion of the mind, it cannot even be a religion of the emotion. We cannot rely upon our emotions. Yes, we can go through periods of great spiritual excitement. We can experience times of intense peace and happiness but feelings aren't the same all of the time our feelings can be up one day and down the next we need more than feelings to rely upon if we are to have real faith faith must be deep it must go down deep into the word of God and it must have a place in the depths of our hearts so even when we do suffer as Job suffered Job lost everything he lost His children in one day, his whole family was wiped out by a storm that fell down upon the house that they were feasting in. He lost all of his business in that same day. He lost all of his camels and all of his donkeys and all of his herds and flocks. He was plunged to grief. And then he lost his health. His body was covered from head to toe in terrible boils. He lost the love of his wife. His wife said, curse God and die. And Job sat down there and he didn't feel good. He felt utterly and totally miserable and devastated. He was a broken man. But yet he said, The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He had something deep that could maintain him through all of the difficulty and through all of the problem. And I've seen this in Christians, Christians that are dying and they are suffering. And yet there's peace. I've seen this in Christians who have lost their loved ones in the most tragic of circumstances and yet there's a spirit of serenity there through all of the tears and brokenness. They do not abandon their faith. In fact, they cling all the harder onto Jesus Christ because that is all that they have. It is so important that we understand this. For faith to be faith, it must be more than a mere emotional superficial thing it must be more than simply attending a church being part of the membership and putting your your money into the church it has to be more than that there has to be a 
a deep faith, a real relationship with God. And what I'm asking you today is this, have you got that real relationship with God? Augustus Toplady, the writer of the great hymn Rock of Ages, he got this so, so right. He said, not the labours of my hands can fulfil the law's demands. Could my zeal no respite no? Could my tears forever flow? All for sin could not atone. Thou must save, and thou alone. Have you discovered the secret of salvation? Is your faith resting on the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you know him today? I pray that your faith will not be shallow. Shallow faith will always be found out. Counterfeit faith will always be proved to be the counterfeit and the falsehood that it is. And ultimately in the day of judgment, it is only a deep faith that rests upon Christ alone that can survive the storm. So what is your faith? How deep is your faith? How genuine is your faith? I'm not asking you, have your religion? I'm asking you, do you know Jesus Christ? And I pray that today you will know him and embrace him as your saviour, that the seed will have depth in your soul. I thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30am and 7pm. For further information, you may phone us at 28 We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you. And don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak. (music) 